You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Point. Forward. This is Andre Iguodala. This is Evan Turner. We're trying to get to the true essence of not just basketball, but life, and that means something. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. That level of understanding has been taken out of the game. All right, y'all, thanks for pulling up to our first live Twitter sessions, Point Forward podcast. Uh, myself, Andre Godala, my main man, Evan Turner. Yo. Uh, we got a very close uh, human being. Uh, he's not just a basketball player. Uh, he's not just somebody I know, but, you know, close brother. Y'all welcome Jordan Poole to the show. We go through both ends of the spectrum, like the very ends of each spectrum, where it's like, you know, I've almost, you know, choked you out. And then uh, I gave you a kiss on that forehead the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my real uh, brother, man. Yeah, how affectionate. Yeah, that's <laughs> my, you're my guy. Um, yeah. So we're we going to dive in. You know, um, I've been tasking you to listen to the pod. I don't, you know, I don't know if you have yet. Um, you're 22 years old, right? Right. So y'all don't listen yet. You know, it's coming. It, it'll happen. And, uh, but, you know, point forward is, you know, ET, let, break it down what point forward is. I mean, it's like a double, triple, quadruple entendre, obviously. We were point forwards, and then, you know, you, you mix it up with, you know, trying to stay above the curve. And seeing the next, you know, Iggy was always a trendsetter. You know, I always be trying to finesse in my space, and then the last one is whatever you make up. You know right. what I mean? But it's simple enough, and it was catchy enough, and uh, it was a great way to start the pie, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you came up with all the names. Somewhat. For uh, everything we was doing. Uh, New Amendment is uh, our production company. That's why I've been asking you, like, what you want to do when you're done? What are your passions yeah. off the game? And you keep looking at me like, why you want to know so much about me? I don't really have the answer yet. I know, but I mean, you don't, you're not supposed to have the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, for your, sure, your answer sure. is what you're I doing. I could throw out, like, some, you know, random thoughts, I guess, occasionally. but Yeah, but I've been really seeing you from, like, a distance. Like, not in a weird way, but, like, your vibe, your style is pretty creative. So, like, when you sit here and try to play the shy guy role or be like, no, I don't really know. I don't know. that. Like, dudes ain't... They're wearing, you know, coochie colored shorts with some swag out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, it looked yeah, like it's supposed to go together. Right, right, right. They all go together and it's effortless. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Or the yeah. same dude that, you know, talk crazy at Dame. Like, when you and Dame got into it, he called me right after. It's like, yeah. bro, I don't even know who this little, little dude think he is. So, right. like, 
I was kind of intrigued by his interview because you know Dre was like he gets shy with cameras or whatever else, but I can't I can't believe that. Right. Especially how you hoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Ever I since do. college, I do. you I know Beeline telling you not to shoot, you still shooting that bad boy. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Where's yeah. that confidence come from? Like Um I'm not really sure. Probably just growing up at yeah. home. I was always around like older people. Yeah. But, like I would hang out with my dad a lot and yeah. he'd be around, you know. In Chicago, like, your dad's up, from yeah, Chicago. We were just so. talking about that earlier. Um I don't know, you just gotta like feel as if you belong in the space yeah. wherever you are. And um at a young age I was kinda able to like really understand that and I just took that with me everywhere. So whether it was on the court playing up with older people, you gotta feel like you belong in that space or just being in a room with, you know, older individuals. Yeah. Um but, just kinda just playing that role. Yeah, but something like you did that, you know, it's pretty crazy is you you felt like you belong on one of the greatest teams of you know, this era on top of the fact of people been sending in their applications to be a yeah. splash bro. Right. And now people think they yeah, might have yeah, actually yeah. found a third yeah. splash bro. So yeah. that that's no small task or, or, or no small feat or, you know, Dre, we joke around, he hate everything, but like, bro, this little dude put on a hell of a performance tonight. Like, you know, you know what I mean? So right. when it comes from that, it's like, it's gotta be more to that. And everybody talks about your work ethic, but did you always see yourself in this space of being like, yo, if I keep working, I'm going to kill in the playoffs? Or even last year during the elimination game, I'm yeah. trying to see if it's if it's cap and you showing up performing to yeah. the last second. Yeah. I think the question that I wanted the answer to was, like, will the work fail me? Yeah. That's all I wanted to know. Because then if I do put the work in and I'm grinding, I'm grinding on the court, off the court, yeah. film, study, you know, just anything I could possibly do, and then I still fail – I can say it was the work, right? I can't say it was me. Mm -hmm. It hasn't failed yet. Yeah. So I just kind of just am riding that wave. And once I find a rhythm or routine, I just stick with it. Obviously, I try to alter a little bit for, you know, the positive. But that's really all it was, like, to be extremely simple with you. I put that question in front of me and kind of wanted to test that theory. What was, like, your biggest hurdle? Because I just got here this year. But I saw you when you were a rookie. Mm. You know, you had on them, them sandals my wife be wearing. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> the Birkenstocks? Birkenstocks. Yeah. Now I'm looking for a pair of Birkenstocks. This is your You are dropping. You are dropping. I just got me like 12 pair. He right. going to cop 12 pair in, the, in the <laughs> 16 months. All right, yeah. In 16 months, we coming right. for everything. Everything. But talk to me about what did you have to overcome? Because you know. Now we're deep in the playoffs. Everybody's mm -hmm. trying to figure out what whose flaws are. Like, you know how we go deep into the scout. But what was – you know, I feel like you had to overcome a lot. Coming, Here with coming the, into the league organization? Right, in um, terms of, you know, mm -hmm. just getting to be yourself. And you answer the question in terms of I put that work in and I can be myself. I belong here. But mm -hmm. what were some of the things you, you had to look yourself in the mirror and say, all right, I got to work on this or I got to work on that? Like basketball-wise or more Basketball-wise. Like and it could be, I mean, well, your personality around the game or, you know, yeah. you know, you're, you wear your heart on your shoulders. You're very emotional when you play sometimes. Yeah. Like any of those things. Uh, basketball-wise, the thing coming in is they wanted me to be more like Clay. Work out like Clay, a lot of off-the-ball stuff, a lot of shooting stuff. And it was – I was, I've always been a team player, team first, like no matter what the goal is to win, right? But still trying to find the best way, the most subtle way to play my game. Mm-hmm. Right, and it took a little bit. I can tell you exactly when it happened. My rookie year, we were playing against Sacramento. Later in the season, probably like the last 20 games, Steve got thrown out and Mike B was the head coach. Mm -hmm. And Mike B said, we're going to put Jordan at PG. And as soon as he put me at PG, almost kind of came back. It was kind of like a you know late run. We weren't really good. But I think 
Steve kind of and Coach Mike were kind of like, all right, we should kind of put the ball in his hands a little bit for the last 15 games. And then it worked. We did that. COVID happened. And then I had six months to really just work out. So I think earlier on was overcoming the fact of still trying to find a way to be on the court, play within a team system, right? Not be a menace in the locker room or none of that, right? Stay mm -hmm. out of the way of being a distraction, but still be me, mm -hmm. right? And you can do that like through the clothes you wear, through the music music you listen to, right. how you work out before, after, et cetera. And after I kind of was able to like just do me earlier on, mm -hmm. I think it was like after I came back from the G my second year, everything else kind of just fell And place. let me, I want to talk about the G League too, because it, it annoys me and I don't know if it should. I'm, I'm struggling with being annoyed because I'm like, should I be annoyed by this? But the G League's always saying we got 47 players that are in the G League right. that are in the playoffs. I'm like, hey man, stop with that, fam. Like these dudes is NBA players. They just went down there to get some reps. Like, don't yeah. act like it was a business part. Yeah. 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 But what did the G League teach you? Cause the G League is tricky. You get a guy like JK, the G League really isn't suited for his game. Right. So you need to send him down there to get reps, but it, it might disrupt the flow of the team. Right. Like that's a real thing. And right. that's not a knock on JK, but that's just not a style of play. Mm. But Moses will go down there, he averaged 30. Because yeah. that's just right in his wheelhouse. You know, yeah. he's just a, just a shooter. Mm. He can stay out the way. Play freely. But he's going to play free. He's going to yeah. put up shots, but he's a shot maker. Yeah. So he's going to look really good. Right. But for you, what were you trying to do when you're doing down there? And what were the things you felt like you needed to work on? Or was it just you getting your reps and confidence? This is funny that you asked that. So I never felt like I needed to go play in the G when they sent me. Most guys right. feel like that, which you in should. In terms of like, you know, how I felt. Mm -hmm. Like I was I felt like I was playing good, all of that. I just right. didn't get the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I'm coming off the COVID, the COVID break. It's like oh, six yeah. months, I'm just grinding. Like, right, right. I feel ready to never. You don't get the opportunity, whatever I go down there. And I'm like, all right, I know I'm gonna end up being back up and I know eventually I'm one I'm I'm gonna be the guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Let me look at this opportunity as that. No matter what, we finna win these games. If it's close games, I'm taking the shots. I'm right. making the plays. Right. right. I'm getting everybody else involved. I'm seeing, like, where is Steph getting his shots early, right? Like, mm -hmm. when is he being aggressive? Mm -hmm. uh, when is he passing, right? Like, clock management. Yep. Like, yep. this real stuff that yeah. I know I'm going to see yeah. in the game, yeah. I did it in a G. Yes. And I'll talk to Coach Williams and everything, and obviously they're going to let me play me and, you know, do all, like, you know, play my game. Um, but it was just, like, also, like, bringing a team together. Can I be a leader? Right. Can I get everybody else involved to make sure that when we need them with 17 seconds left, they can hit that shot? So it was just kind of taking that approach. Like, forget the fact that it's G. These are live reps. Like, mm -hmm. I done did a thousand in and outs this summer. I'm about to do this in and out. Like, every time down, I want to see how it works. And I just kind of looked at it like that. When you left college, like, obviously you know where you're at right now. When you left college, in what position were you like, hey, you know what, bro? Such and such hoop this way. I want to go that way. It wasn't like... Did you want to be staff? Did you want to be a CJ McCollum? Or did you want, you know what I mean? Or were you yeah, just based yeah, yeah. off like the work and being like, yeah. You know? I always felt like I took a little bit from everybody, like a lot of people's games. Yeah. Um, Kyrie, uh, Dame, a lot of Dame. A lot, a lot of Dame. Dame. A lot of Dame. His right his side step a three. A lot of Dame. He stepped to the side for three. Right. He loaded up. Yep. Just, and I never felt like I had a specific style. Like when I watched myself play, it's I don't really like to look at it, like my actual style, but I can't. Do, I really can't do, you know, too much about it. But, I mean, just trying to keep it simple, I guess. Yeah. Like, know how to make a left-hand layup. Know how to, like, however it looked, like, get in there. 
pull-ups, side steps. Um, just trying to add like little bits and pieces to my game, I guess. Yeah. What about like when you break it down now? You came from the G, but you jumped up something as quick as championship grind on championship uh, journey. That's no easy task, but do you look back sometimes with like, damn, I went from coming from the G to, you know, people arguing I'm the most improved player to now, you know, getting my legs and mind right to be a championship caliber player. We were just talking to uh, mm-hmm. talking to Loon the other day, and it's yeah. like, of course you're an 82-game guy, but to be a championship caliber player is yeah. something that's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I played 10 years, never able to get it. You're yeah. 22, 23, and, yeah. and in that position, that's crazy. You know right. what I mean? Just being ready for the moment, the opportunity, like, you know it's going to come. Like, we know we're a championship DNA team. Like, whether we weren't good my first year or my second year, like, the opportunity is going to be there. Just be ready for that. Like, you don't know when it's going to come. So lead yourself and put yourself in situations where you can have the best preparation to let everything else handle this business. Like, the way I feel like I've been playing now in the last 20 games before the end of the season had nothing to do with the work I did this summer. It's from mm-hmm. two summers ago. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as I came in, I knew, like, be ready for the playoffs. Like, just be able to be on the court. And everything else kind of took care of itself. Well, I got an interesting one for you. You know, the one from left field. Because you know we, as the Warriors, we, we fall into our own traps sometimes. Mm. Where we know how good we are. And, you know, we've been struggling to get that close out on the road. You know, we haven't done it all postseason. And, you know, I spoke this morning in practice. That lets me know whether we're a championship team or not is when, you know, things that we normally don't do, we can finally get over that mm-hmm. hump. But how have you been able to – because you put the work in, but how how has your approach been mentally to understand what you've been able to accomplish at such a young age? And I say all that to say, and we're on spaces now, so, you know, sometimes I'm always saying things to get my point across. But my point is people take what we do for granted. And you look back in 20 years, 20, 30 years, it's going to be a – they had winning time, right, on, on yeah. Showtime. And mm-hmm. they got this magic on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. They got 30 for 30. Yeah. You know that we we yeah. about to be that. Definitely. Yeah. But the social media desensitizes the impact we have on a culture. And I, sometimes I have to go back and tell people, like, yo, we really move the whole world. We move the earth. Like, mm-hmm. the earth goes around and the eyes are on us. And I don't think – we embrace that enough, especially amongst each other, because there's people that have gotten too close to us. Mm. And speaking of desensitization, I don't, you know, I'm getting away from this, but I got to bring up the sad situation that happened at the school yeah. earlier. And uh, Steve did an incredible job. So um, my man's V, who runs our uh, social, told me, you know, make sure you take a moment of silence and I almost forgot. So, you know, quick moment of silence for all the families. Uh, all the loved ones uh, that were close to anybody that was lost. And uh, that's just a terrible, sad thing. But I won't go Malcolm Andre, Malcolm X Andre. I'll just leave it at that. But it's just a sad situation. So a moment of silence for, you know, uh, all those who were close to any of the kids or teachers or any of the victims that, you know, happened in, uh, not too far from here. Going back to, you know, the mental side of it, everything I just said in terms of, do you understand like the magnitude and like you putting your fingerprint on this thing? That's why I'm on you so tough. Cause right. I'm like, bro, you really putting your stamp on it. Like you're not yeah. one of the guys that's just, I got three rings. Right. I like, guess a bunch of dudes with like one or two rings. And it's like, 
Oh, you were on that team? Mm. It's a bunch of them. Right. Oh, you got a ring? Well, what team was you on? <laughs> but when they say Jordan Poole, they, oh, Jordan Poole was on a, you know, if it happens, the right. 2022 championship team, they right. going to speak your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you able to process all that? Because you put the work in because you love the yeah. game, but that right. next step is knowing, you know, it's my duty to yeah. put on a show out. I do. I do, but I also feel like I have done a really good job of being where my feet are mm -hmm. and being in the present. Like, that's just, that comes with it. Like, you can't help but see the camera in your face, yeah. right? Like, as like I was telling, uh, telling Ray, like, when we walking into the gym, like, y'all just see us walking in. Right. We see six cameras, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, like, it doesn't look the same. Like, yeah, you can look straight. And I'm going to probably try to not crack a smile because, like, this is really strange for real. There's six cameras here, right? Mm -hmm. But in terms of putting my imprint on it, like, it, it makes it pretty easy to because I'm just being me, right. right? I'm not doing something that I feel like is not me, I guess. I have a saying where it's like it's harder to be somebody that you're not Correct. than mm -hmm. it is to be you. Mm -hmm. So wanting to be a guy and wanting to help the team and make an impact, that's what I wanted to do. So I'm doing it, but it's, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, I feel you. I guess I'm making an impact, but I'm trying to really, you know, make one, I guess. Yeah. I, I know you say you want to, you know, keep your, you know, stay in the present and keep your feet, you know, on the ground. But we had a conversation last night, and uh, obviously they always try to say the Warriors are so old, but they're, you know, relatively young. And, um, you know, you, you say you've been looking at Dre and Steph and trying to soak up everything they teach you. How do you feel moving forward when you look at guys like Luca that's your age or – Jason Tatum, or sometimes you even hear the chirping from the Grizzlies, where it's like they might feel like shit. When Big Brothers is gone, we on your on your ass. Like, yeah. are you ready? Yeah, to, yeah. You know what I mean? To start mentally, start crossing over, being like, hey, after we get this championship and move forward, like I comprehend where where it's coming from because eventually Dre is what you forty three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> two old. Steph thirty four. Like yeah. you understand, what I'm saying yeah. sometimes the the dynasty and everything turns quick, and yeah. you're gonna be the you know, like Jay Williams said. You might stretch the championship yeah. chances five more years. You know what I'm saying? That's why. That's why I took that approach in the G. Yeah. Like yeah. I know it's coming. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I know the opportunity is going to be there. I know the moment's going to be there. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. And like I'm so blessed and so thankful to be around these guys who know so much. Yeah. Like not only about just hoop, but like life. Right? Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. It's a big deal to be able to ask a guy who's been to multiple finals, "What do you do to get prepared for the playoffs?" Nobody in the Grizzlies can ask anybody that, you know? Like, in those small things, like, over time are going to add up and it's going to be a big deal. So it's cool being in the position that I am and, you know, kind of like waiting your turn because when the time does come, I'm going to have soaked up so much information that I feel like I will prepare. Why don't you like being in front of the camera? But you got a camera, I don't man, know. <laughs> That's different. That's different. You force, so you force it? No or? one sees that. No or one what? no one really sees that. Them for the archives. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let me go back to the game. Maybe just because fun. everything is so public now. No, no, you, you're, you're right. But like, let me. That's weird. Let me go back to the game. And, like, people don't get to see us in our element. And people don't understand how important confidence is. Even when you have losses, you got to take, you got to find something to smile about because yeah. you can lose your confidence. But at the same time, you got to go back and fix something. So talk to me about what your process looks like after a loss. I'll, I'll run over the game. Whatever it is, I'll run over the game. Um, whether it's a half, full game, highlights, I'll make sure I watch something so I can sleep on it. Mm -hmm. 
But I try not to bring it home because earlier on in the year, I asked Steph, like, like how do you separate hoop and the crib? He said, it, it'll get bad if you overlap them, right? Like, if you start to mix them. Like, me, I'm going home to myself, like, bro, my cats, right? Like, Your camera, man. Nah, he got his own crib. Look, 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 look. He got his own crib. But there are people going back to wives and kids, right? And you can't take the fact that the ref threw you out the game to the crib. Like, your kids ain't had nothing to do with that, right? And I know that. Right. So I'm trying to best practice myself now on how to, you know, differentiate the two. I watch the game, run it over, and then I just turn on something that I can kind of just settle into for the night. Probably, you know, call moms or something, just chill. So you're a mama's boy? <laughs> I Sometimes. am. I am. Yeah, me too. Sometimes. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but then we be arguing our mom like <laughs> shit. There's something about it. It's something about the, the female dynamic. Yeah, bro. could be worse. Well, uh, well, let's take it, you know, we – we don't want to keep you too long because I know. Yeah, it really was supposed to be like, dude. It's only been 20, it's only been 19 minutes, my guy. It's cat. What you mean? <laughs> it's cat, I got bro. the. That's sombrero. What you mean? This heavy, this total correct time, yeah, you precise. Him, look, you see him? <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about. Relax, bro. No, no. The relax. lights of it. I'm talking about the weight. Yeah, yeah. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right, dude. I mean, kind of, you know, we're going to wind it down, but I want people to get a sense of who you are uh, off the court. Evan brought it up, and it's funny because I said the exact same thing to you. You know, sometimes you listen, sometimes you don't. But I think you were listening when I told you. I'm like, little bro, you got your own wave that is effortless. That's really different. And the world we live in now, you could be at the forefront of your own wave. You know, with these lead fits and with the whole interest into the building, we all pay attention to that. And we yeah. know who getting put together and we know yeah. who just got it together. Right. And you're one of those guys, you know, to kind of talk to me about, What's your inspiration and how you want to look and present yourself? And do you want to take it further? And do you have any ideas going into that lane? In terms of the whole fashion? Whole, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I, mean, I wouldn't call it fashion. Go ahead. Yeah. Or like swag. Or Does whatever. it tell you everything you need to know? Are, are those glasses prescription? Yes. Okay, all right. Never mind. All right, he, he's thorough. I know. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I ain't know. You thought these were just for the look? I mean, yeah, Bro, I get that all the time. Care. I was like, oh, okay. I you get that all the time. shoot it too well to have bad no, eyes. But. Yeah, no, I definitely. <laughs> these are definitely prescription. Um. Just kind of like your whole aura. I should say aura yeah, because yeah. you're you don't come around looking like I'm the best dressed guy, but you just have that look yeah. that you attract the eyes. Like, yeah, damn, something. I don't know what yeah, it is, but yeah, but saw, he got it. Yeah, I saw yeah. a story a couple of years ago. I'm like, oh damn, he low key fake jiggy. Like you know, he low key got off again. And yeah, I'm like, all right, he might be one of them young dudes that just. Be fly, might not be on shit. Then he got to kill him. I'm like, oh, buddy, he might start getting some money. But he might know what he's doing. But. I think the word that you use, both you guys use effortless. Like, I really try to embody that just because now we're in a world where, like, people just, like, buy designer stuff. And, like, yeah, you can be dripped out in designer. Bro. Everybody's going to take pictures and you're going to look cool. But, like, that's the mannequin, bro. Right. right? Like, I, like, I, like, come on, right? So I try to take pride in keeping it homegrown the glasses i really have to see <laughs> like you know like these are real glasses you know just the hat i need it thanks for pulling up staying up to like 6 a.m man much love to everybody on the east coast and once again jordan thanks for pulling up bro say your prayers man to all the folks out there um, who lost loved ones and um, y'all get out there and vote man and, and, and get these folks start acting right i almost said the w word but y'all just get them people right God bless.